Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We are so excited you're here. It is the new year, new year. It's a new year. We're so excited. <laughs> we cannot wait. 2023, we are ready for you. Bring whatever goodness you can bring. We're excited. Yes, yes. What are we talking about today, Melissa? Okay, today we <laughs> we are just going to start with some heat. We're going to just call it out, say it like it is, and we're going to tell you to stop talking about it and just do it already. But Before we hop into this week's chat, we would love to share some recent reviews of our podcast. And if you have not yet given us a five-star rating or gone and left a review, we would absolutely love if you did that for us, please. Yes, it means the world to us. But this week, we're going to share um, a sweet message from Dunch14785. The Business Reboot Podcast is so good. Corey and Melissa share their wisdom and their laughs in equal measure. And I love that. Thank you so much. Look at that. Equal, equal measure. We got it. this. We're doing it. We it. we share the encouragement because it is something that we needed when we first started our businesses and now almost two decades in that we still need in our business. So that's always going to be our goal is to share yes. the encouragement to keep you motivated and help you feel educated and empowered to go out and do big things in your business. Yes. Okay. This week, this topic. The procrastination is real. We are coming <laughs> off of 2022, which um, it is so funny because my son has a newspaper that he sells subscription to, and it is my favorite project ever. Um, and he's made so much money off of this newspaper that we we're not going to tell the government. But um, <laughs> but uh, he he has a he has a section, and it's like news of the week, and it's like I know that even in a year as bad as 2022, there's been some good stuff. And I'm like, what exactly has been so bad in your life this year? <laughs> I'm not saying 2022 was bad. It was a fantastic year for us, yes, <laughs> but, uh, but we're entering a new year. And if you are listening to this and you are seeing everybody get up and go and goal set and make these resolutions and pick their word for the year. And you were like, hold on, boo-boo. <laughs> I need a minute. I have not yeah. recovered from, you know, March, 2020. I need to just give me a week. Um, know that we're with you. Like we yes. are here to just tell you it's okay, but also want to give you a little prodding because um, if you've been sitting on a dream or you've been sitting on a pivot in your business, or you've just been sitting on ideas that you have, this is the week to listen because we're here to love you into action. Yeah, but we're also going to be very real. Yes, <laughs> like, it's right. going to be tough. It's going to be tough love you into action um, because here's the thing. And like Melissa said, you, we do uh, right now. We're seeing all the, you know, get your planners out, get your goal setting done. And and sometimes I'm like, I just need a, uh, another coffee or maybe a stiff drink. I'm not sure, what it, depending on the time of the day. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, it's five o'clock not somewhere, really. right? Doesn't, I mean, you not really. Not thirty in the morning. <laughs> That's where you have that special coffee, you know, special right. coffee. Um, but truly, if you've been sitting on your hands and waiting for the business of your dreams to come to you, we have very sad news. We're going to we're going to start off hard and fast in January because that, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and right now, too, manifestation is all the rage. Um, 
and we want to be be the words of encouragement, but also the keepers of reality. Um, we want you to know that you can't stay at point A and just think about point B. You have to do the things to get you there. And I think that's where people have um, that whole, you know, I'm going to just manifest this. I'm going to put it on my vision board or, you know, I'm going to I'm going to put it in my planner. But if you aren't taking the steps that it requires to get from point A to point B in your business or to build this business of your dreams, you got to do the things to get there. Right. What is the statement that says um, you want to pray like it depends on God and work like it depends on you? And that is that is some truth for us. So we you know how we do around here. We're going to start with just a couple of things that we have experienced when we have either seen people sitting on their hands or when we've done it ourselves. And then we've got just a couple of uh, questions to ask you and, and things to talk about that will help you at the end of this episode, feel like, all right, it is time for me to just create some action and stop doing it. So first thing first, I'm going to talk about my mom, my sweet mama. Um, <laughs> and she listens to this podcast and it is so funny because I'll, I'll get a message from her where it's like, y'all, y'all sound like you actually know what you're talking about. And I'm like, well, that's something. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Thanks, Thanks mom. mom. <laughs> um, but I actually sent her an email this week because it was all about like, um, Christmas gifts and things. And I had seen just these Instagram ads over and over and over again for this thing called, I can't remember what it is. It's like boxy ball or something. And essentially it was like a headband with a fishing wire and a tennis ball in the end. And then you can just like punch it with your hands back and forth. And I sent her a message and was like, are you kidding? Because I'm not even kidding. Like five, six years ago, we were at the beach and she breaks out like a janky old ball cap and it's got a fishing wire around it and a tennis ball. And she's, my, my mom owns a boxing gym in Atlanta and she um, is a world champion boxer herself. She's a trainer now and a promoter, but, um, but so she's still like working with people in that field and she would take this to the beach and she would just box around and it was always really fun and funny. And um, she was like, I need to invent this and like sell it to people. And I saw it on the interwebs and let me just tell <laughs> you it's so frustrating because I'm like yeah. see because you didn't do it and now somebody else is and now yes. you can't make any money from it because bleh. and so it's like when we are sitting on our hands and we wait and we wait and we wait um it, it just allows other people that opportunity that we could be taking um and right. then you know one of I think the hardest revelations for me when I finally decided to start uh, shifting my business from photography into coaching and I was putting myself out there more and, and started speaking at retreats and conferences. And then we created the reboot and we created our own conference and it became um, where a situation where I was able to breathe life into other women, other people to do, uh, you know, grow in their business uh, and to just really be encouraged. And uh, I had a close friend of mine, Hannah, Brencher Sheets. She's in Atlanta. She's an author. She's incredible. If you haven't read any of Hannah's she books, is. please just get yourself to Barnes and Noble and grab yes. all of them. But um, she, when I sent her a message and said, Hey, I'm doing this pivot. I'm scared to death. Like I just, you know, I feel like it, I, I've been waiting for this and I just never wanted to see myself as qualified and it's time for me to do something about it. And she just texted me back and said, we've all been waiting. And it was like cute instant tears. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that what I was capable of people had been seeing for years. And I just wasn't, I wasn't brave enough to go and do the thing. And so 
it's like we just when we sit on our hands and we wait and we wait and we wait, we don't know what other people are are missing from our lack of mm-hmm. action. And um, it, it just really like spurred me on to say, you know what, no more of that. It's time for me to just do the things. Right. Stop talking about it and do but it just already. Do it. Do it. Because, and that's the thing, Melissa is so right in saying that and sharing those stories because you never know who is out there that needs what you have to put out in the world. Um, they're, they're just waiting for it, but because you haven't done it yet, you haven't been able to help them. And I've had the same kind of situation where I've had courses and modules, um, you know, education type things for years that I've wanted to launch. Melissa and I were working on our show notes for this podcast and I was like, yep, sitting right over there in the corner. It is a large wall size stack of <laughs> sticky notes that I sat probably three or four years ago when um, Jen was working with me as my assistant. And like, I have it all mapped out. I had the modules for some of the things that actually I have put into action now and I have them created. But like they were sitting there on that sticky note paper for years because I was always waiting for the time, the space and the place to be right. And here's the spoiler alert, y'all. It never is. There is never the perfect time Everything doesn't always line up like you want it to, to put these things into action. And sometimes you do, you just have to do it already. It doesn't have to be perfect. Um, I was waiting for certain seasons in our life with my girls and Kevin's career and my shooting, you know, I need to do this and I can't pull back on this because, you know, I'm going to need the time to develop this and to market it. But you know what I figured out was that there never is the right time. You just have to start putting it out there and watching um, the photographers move through some of the things that I've created in my brand photography roadmap, watching some of the ladies that I've coached as photographers, getting those messages back from them and seeing their progress and the way that they are pivoting and changing and exploding their businesses. I'm like, see, if it was still sitting on that sticky note page, you know, on the sticky note pages, these ladies' lives would have never been impacted by just a few things that I had to share with them. So we are here to encourage you to get it out there in the world. Okay. First of all, let me just tell you that if there's anybody that loves a sticky note, it's going to be Corey Frazier. This woman would build, like if you went in her living room right now, it's like, you know, the prank where people will cover your car in sticky notes. That's like her desk. It's her (laughs) living room. It's just what it looks like. And she's like, do we have a post-it for that? So if post-it would like to sponsor an episode, we would love that. Maybe y'all just share it and ask them. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Please do that. Tag them. Tag them. That's right. Let's do it. Okay. So here, are some things that we want to ask you that we want to talk about um, because it, you know it, the the stillness and and truthfully like the loneliness and the heartache that comes from having ideas having hopes having dreams having goals that just have no action ever put to them it just makes them feel further and further away the longer that you wait and so we want to ask a question today we want to ask you um, and discuss like what is it exactly that you're waiting for? What what thing are you waiting for uh, to tell you it's time to go? What what thing, what action needs to happen that would be the catalyst for you just finally diving in and putting the action together? Is it you know, are you looking to hit a number, uh, like a goal number for sales? Are you looking to have confirmation fall from out of the sky? Like what exactly is it and what would it take for you to just start 
just start today? And that's not a question that we can answer for you. Like this is something that we individually have to assess in our own selves um, because it, it, it is so, well, it's so individual. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's kinda of like having kids. You know, your people are like when you first get married, they're like, When are you guys gonna have kids? You're like, Well, you know, when we're ready, guess what? You're never gonna be you're ready. Waiting, you're <laughs> ready. No. You will not have enough money to have kids. You will not have enough money to, to to do new things in your business that you are always going to be trying to figure out the next right step. Don't wait until you have the next ten steps that you think you have have to have figured out to do it because it's like having children. You just, right. Or you getting, I mean, truthfully getting married. Or I remember when yeah. we got married um, and we've been married for 17 and a half years. Oh, and it was like, hey, I know, girl, you need, look, now listen, <laughs> mama, listen. Uh, she, she's been waiting on that. She stuck that age joke in her back pocket and was ready to pull it out like a Uno card just for whenever <laughs> time came. But um, <laughs> listen, I just gracefully turned 40. And let me just tell you. The air up here is something. It's something. <laughs> it is. It is. But but I think that I think that we will um you know when we got married it was hey can you pay your part of the rent and I was like yeah I can pay my part of the rent and though I do not believe that that is how we should approach every decision and obviously that like I'm joking a little because there was a lot more that went into it than that but but we will wait for this roadmap that feels like here's the clarity here's the this here's this and what it does is it removes um any sort of risk that's that is really what it is we are risk averse people and um i hate to break this to you there's always going to be a risk you run a risk walking out to your mailbox every single day right um and that like leads us into the next point um is that you can't prevent failure Right. Mm-mm. We can't. Mm-mm. And so so what what's what's the next what's the next well, good word, Corey? Well, I mean, done is better than perfect. Mm-hmm. And I always right. say, like, what's the worst that could happen? And I've, I've it's taken me a while to get here. I will I will be, be very honest because I am a recovering perfectionist. Um, I do still lean into those tendencies a little. Melissa knows because she she's, works with she's me. a whole three days clean, y'all. Three days, three whole days. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but seriously, though, I have had to get to that point where I I was letting my perfectionism create procrastination. Don't let that happen because I spent years wanting to put these things out in an, an educational you know, arena for photographers and for business. And I, I regret not doing that because I should have just put it out there. You learn, you ideate, you see what works, you see what helps people. You go back to the drawing board, you tweak it, you put it out there again. I mean, the worst that's going to happen is nobody buys it guess what? That's okay. You've learned from it. You have all of that that you've created now to maybe be content for promoting it the next time or going back and asking yourself, is this something that I've created, which is something you should have been thinking before you created it, maybe, you know, they said don't create in a vacuum. Um, but make sure that people are wanting and needing what you're thinking about offering as a business or as something that you're going to sell within your business or something you're going to offer within your business. But the worst thing that's going to happen is that you've created this thing and now you can use it in other ways in your business possibly. 
Right. Right. And, you know, the um, beautiful part of the Internet is that we get community and we get to create um, a space where we get to love on people virtually. And it's all great. But one thing that the Internet has done is make you believe that uh, everybody is privy to all of the information about your business. Whereas the truth is, is pre-Internet or really pre-social media. So we're talking like 2003. Before then, nobody knew if crap didn't sell. If your course didn't sell or you're the, nobody knew that's not, that's not, not that business. Okay. So it's like, we are afraid to do things uh, because we think they may not be perfect or we're afraid that they're, you know, we just, that flows into the next point about failure, but is that we, we get really afraid and full of fear that things are not going to go the way that we hope they will. But it's like, who are we waiting to be embarrassed by? Because we don't have to let that information be out in the world. Nobody needs to see my books. Nobody needs to know, but also being able to expose just a little bit of that creates a vulnerability that's really appealing to people, especially ones who are trying to do things scared too. So, you know, going straight into the next piece and that's failure is real, but it shouldn't be the thing that stops you. Um, you know, waiting until you have everything figured out will be your biggest hangup. The next biggest hangup is just being risk averse and not being willing to try because you're afraid that it's going to result in a failure. And let us just tell you from people who have failed before, and I could yes. sit here and give you a laundry <laughs> list of crap I get wrong um, all the time. I mean, that's what apologies are for. <laughs> that is what right. uh, starting over is for. That's what reboots are for is saying, okay, I could have done this better or, um, you know, I should have changed this or, oh, I thought I was doing the right thing, but it didn't work out. Um, these are all just chances for you to learn. They're chances for you to grow. And that is going to build more into sustainability than anything else that you could do in your business. A thousand percent. You know, fear of failure really does keep you stuck and sitting on your hands and not putting your best foot forward or any foot forward. Um, and and I have known so many people that had amazing ideas and it was the failure that held them back. And I'm like, but what if it does work? Like, you'll never know if you don't try. What are you doing? At least get it out there. And like Melissa said, failure is a great, a great teacher. It teaches us all kinds of things, things to do different, things to do next time, things not to do. And raising, you know, young women in today's world, that's something that Kevin and I have really tried to model for our girls that, you know, failure is a very real thing. You're going to, you're going to experience it. And as parents, if we try to shield our children, and I've seen this a lot, Melissa, I'm sure you can speak to this since you have middle schoolers, but I have watched this happen time and time again. And and if you're if you feel um, convicted that you are doing this in your own family or in your own business where you're trying to insulate them and protect them from failure, you are doing them such a disservice because in the real world, there are going to be failures. In real business, there's going to be failure. It's You're not going to get it right 100% of the time. So the faster that you can kind of like okay, we've had that first failure. Let's get that out of the way. What did I learn from it? You know, take something from it and move forward. Um, I think it's an important thing to teach our kids that, you know, even in our forties, we're going to fail right. forward. Like, uh, like we're going to fail. They're going to be things we mess up. forties and you included me in that. And I that included you. Girl, I was looking at you in your eyeballs. <laughs> I was looking at you in your eyeballs in this closet telling you yes in our forties. It's fine. We're fine. I'm so alive. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. That's Thank you. right. Okay. But so I also want to say talking about failure because don't get on the Google. Okay. Don't get on Google and, and start to, to go down a rabbit hole of when should I close my business? How do I know if I failed too much? Because when you 
you do, you're going to, it's going to pop up statistics that will be scary. Okay. It's going to pop up things like nearly one in five U.S. businesses fail within the first year, or here top reasons businesses fail. Uh, let me just give you a different view on those statistics. Okay. This is saying, uh, it's just an article that's pulling up. I'm not even going to tell you the resource because it's probably not true because if it's on the internet, then it must be correct. Right. <laughs> it doesn't um, make it true. <laughs> but, but I think, but I look at this and I go, Oh, those numbers are skewed. Um, it says, how many times should I fail in a business before I give up? And this article says five or six. Well, I think if you have watched several Shark Tank episodes where we hear from these investors about how, oh yeah, well, I've invested in a lot of terrible things, but it's like, it just takes the one to blow up in order for you to do really, really well. Well, if you look at statistics that say nearly one in five businesses, nearly one in five businesses in the US fail the first year. Well, what about the four that made it? Like, what about right. those? Like, are you, why willing? are we not clapping for that? Right. Or what if they said four out of five businesses in the US make it and you're like, hell yeah, I sure did. <laughs> um, right now. And then what's, what's funny though, is that um, it says that less than 25% of businesses that start make it past the 15 year mark, which is where Corey and I are. And so look at us, look at us. Look, Oh, Corey, don't that. We're not going to do that dance move on the TV. We're not going to, we're going to stop that. Um, I just, we just saved y'all because we're not a video show. You didn't have to see that with me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's a new year. We, we sassy this year. We doing it. But um, that's right. But uh, you know, it is, it is good for us to, fail because it means that we are willing to try and yes. every failure is a way for you to learn and um, tweak and change. And I just think that that, that the whole process of, of trying gets, um, it doesn't get glorified like it should, because it is a big deal to be brave enough to put yourself out there. And also if you, if you are a parent and you have children, they need to see you not succeed. Sometimes they need to right. see you put yourself out there and be brave and just try and see what's going to happen. And, um, I promise you, they will be willing to do it when they have seen that action mimicked in you. So percent. Yeah. yes. And yeah. I will say too, talking about fear and failure before we, we move on to the next point is that, Things take time. Mm. I think that we forget that because the internet does make it look like, you know, she was an overnight success, but it took her 15 years to make that overnight success happen. I think it was Lizzo. I think it's Lizzo that said, I everybody think, looks at me like I was an overnight success, but they didn't sit with me in the nightclubs for 10 years as I was right. living out of my car trying to make, you know, success happen. And girl, I love me some Lizzo. Love me some Lizzo. But seriously, I, I, Melissa gonna break into song any minute because that's how she rolls. Her brain. I just literally... got Corey a flute for Christmas, so <laughs> I'm just kidding. I didn't really. <laughs> Melissa literally lives life through song. So anytime you're working with her, like it just it just shoots out of her mouth. I'm like, where'd that song come from? Anyway, so you got me on the Lizzo. But it's very true that that it's not. Nobody is an overnight success. And that fear of I've put it out there, it's crickets, or I've tried this and I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. Sometimes something needs to be tweaked and sometimes it's just consistency in time. It's not a failure that's happened. It's just you need a longer runway. So don't give up. Don't go back to sitting on the sidelines. And if it is an overnight success... It's probably that man that started FTX, the crypto company, and now they're bankrupt. So we don't, we don't, we're not going to do that. Okay. No, no, <laughs> we're not, not going to talk about that. Okay. And then the last point is something that we said at the very beginning, which is if you don't do it, somebody else will. 
you're going to be sitting on the beach watching somebody hit a tennis ball from a shoestring <laughs> on a hat. And you're going to be like, man, that was a good idea I had a decade ago and I should have done it. Um, and so, you know, we, we have witnessed so many times in the last, again, almost two decades each that we've been in business where we have seen people sit on ideas. We have seen people sit on their hands and then we've watched people start, spend the time, progress and be so much further ahead than the people that we have had these conversations with. And then it becomes like bitterness and then it becomes discontentment. And it's like, well, why is it so easy for them? And it's like, babe, it's not easy for them. They just didn't wait. They just went ahead and started. And so now they've put in the time to make the things happen and they've built up a base of clients and they built a community. And now they're the authority on the thing that your heart was like beating fast for. And so it is time to just stop sitting on your hands, start, start the thing, do the thing. That was a mic drop moment. I have that. nothing to add. Look at you. Look that, at that, like, sister, preach it. That that was it. That was it. I love that. I love that was that. very good. Thanks. Very good. Thanks so much. Okay, not, so final wrong. final yeah. thoughts, Corey. Final so, thoughts. So final thoughts. So just do it. I mean, like the Nike slogan, just do it. Figure it out as you go. Um, I know Marie Forleo is is famous for everything is figure outable. I think that's even the title of her book. Um, but you will figure it out as you go. Link arms with people that are a couple of steps ahead of you or link arms and be in community with somebody who's going in the same direction and building the things as you're building them. That's an accountability partner. Um, or here's the thing that I had to learn. Take something else off your plate so that mm. you can make space for the thing that you really want to do. And I'm going to tell you, Melissa and I are not going to ever teach, preach, or coach on anything that we have either not walked through or mm -hmm. are currently walking through. Just because there's a podcast, just because there's a mastermind, just because there's a retreat does not mean that we are not living out this very thing at this very moment. I am currently taking something off my plate in my personal photography business this year so that I have space for some things that I really, really, really want to do. It doesn't mean I don't still love that other thing, but I know when I look at it as a whole, I cannot do this other thing like I want it to be done if I'm holding on to this one portion of my business as strongly as I'm holding it on onto it. Right. Right. It's so true. You just have to let go. Got to let go and let God, Corey. That's what we have Amen. to do. I have that on my fridge. <laughs> Look at, well, I bet you do. It probably came from Hobby Lobby. So. <laughs> <laughs> it did not. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. And then, and then this is, um, I'm, I mean, we might as well start 2023 by being offensive. This is going to hurt <laughs> hearts and I just have to be bold and say it. And I will say it to you because I'm not looking at you in your eyeballs. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to throw it out there, let the grenade explode and then hug you when it's over. But um, I mentioned this at the Stronger Business Summit that I led the panel for this fall. Um, and it was something that when it came out of my mouth, I, because Corey and I, neither one of us are like really big into confrontation, but, um, no, I we're felt avoiders. We're, we're avoiders. we will avoid it at all costs. Um, but when I said it, I said, Oh gosh, that it made me wince. Like, Oh, I hope it didn't hurt people's feelings. But the amount of conversation I had afterwards was huge because it is something that so many women are guilty of doing. And that is that you can't let the reasons that you're doing this, that you're doing this business, um, also be the excuse for why you can't get it done. And I'm talking to us moms. Okay. We will mm -hmm. let our, we'll say Amen. our why of why we're doing this business is because we want to take care of our family. We want our kids to see X, Y, and Z. We, you know, we're doing this. The why behind it is my family. And then we will be like, 
nope, I can't because of, I mean, insert any excuse or reason that we will make um, for why we can't get things done. And I understand from, and I'm, I'm just talking to the ladies here, um, but you know what, if guys, if you're listening to this and you have a spouse that's not super supportive or um, friends that are not super supportive of your business, this will apply too. But um, Corey and I both have had conversations where we say, we're so grateful for the men that we married because I never have had to explain myself away for why I needed to do certain things in my business. Now, mind you, it's also because we have, uh, not just like relationships that we can trust, but also we're very conservative when it comes to the money that we spend or the things that we invest Mm -hmm. in, in our business. And so we don't want, uh, we're not, we're not just throwing, you know, noodles at the wall, hoping things stick. Like Corey and I are both very intentional about making sure that the plans that we are executing are, um, you know, at least we think they're going to work. Um, Solid. Sometimes, Solid. sometimes they don't, sometimes they don't, but okay. um, long story short, it means our husbands have seen that they can trust us with whatever decisions that we make. But when I pick up the phone and say, Hey, just trust me, we need to put an offer on this house. My husband goes, okay, we'll figure it out. Okay. And let's, let's do it. Um, and so I, I know that there are times where I have been like, I can't because I don't want to X, Y, and Z with my kids. Like, I don't want to miss this or I don't want to. And that is where we have to, as moms, be really honest with ourselves and say, am I kind of, um, letting my kids be the thing to hold me back or, uh, or not, not even let, am I letting my kids, but am I making excuses? Mm-hmm. Am I letting them be the excuse when it's really, you know, as simple as just, you know, moving your schedule around a little or whatever. This is, I probably sound like a total jerk. Um, no, but, but, but Melissa, it. it's true. It's true because I mean, I literally had to pivot an entire business because here's the thing, y'all. I lived this my entire married life as a, you know, married to a Marine for 27 years. He was active duty for 30. Like Kevin left for Afghanistan for nine months and I was in Hawaii by myself with my girls and I had to figure it out. I was at home doing my business so that we had me as the constant, as the support that I knew our family needed because we were in the middle of a wartime situation within the Marine Corps and in the world. But I also wasn't going to, I could have easily closed the doors and be like, well, this is too hard. I'm not going to do it. He's going to deploy. I'll close it down. I watched that happen time and time again for women in military spouses. And this is a huge section of our population that are some of the most overeducated and underutilized or underemployed women in our national workforce, because we have these degrees, we have these careers, we marry military spouse or military members, and then we go from place to place. And we know we need to be there for our families to support. However, so then we, we, we try to fashion careers or create careers that support that. But then when the going gets tough, we're like, well, you know, I have kids and he's going to be gone. So I'm just going to pack up my bags and go home. And if that's what you need to do, I'm not telling you not to, but I'm just saying that that puts you back on the sidelines. Again, we were here in North Carolina. Kevin got orders to Quantico and I very easily could have packed up my business and said, I I just, I can't do this right now. But instead I pivoted. I let didn't let the reason I was doing it be the excuse for why I wasn't able to get it done. I changed my business model. I went from shooting families on the weekends to shooting high school seniors during the week. And guess what? My business didn't collapse. It actually was thriving. 
And Mm -hmm. I did more business than I had ever done as a family photographer. And I was able to continue. So that's one of those things that it does sound harsh or it may feel harsh, but it might be because we're stepping on your toes, kind of like a good, you know, church, church, (laughs) church session or church service, uh, toe stepping moment. But I think that there are people out there who need to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. We just can't say that our why is the excuse at the same time. Um, And we, as, as women, we know what we need to do. Um, We sometimes just have to ask ourselves, are we willing to do it? And then this is kind of the last thing. And this literally took a turn, but I can't not say it. Um, I remember years ago, my friend Claire and I were talking and she said, yeah, I need to get my hair cut. I need to ask my husband about the schedule. And we looked at each other and she was like, it just dawned on me that like he goes and gets his hair cut and he didn't ask me if he can go get his hair cut. Why, why, why do I feel? And she said, and of his, no, uh, nothing that he's ever said has been like, I should ask him if I need to go get, if I can go get a haircut. Um, because what it means is he'll have to take the kids for such and such. And she said, he's never, ever told me I needed to do that. So why do I automatically just assume that I need to ask him if I can, like, Hey, can you take the kids? I'll get a haircut. And so at that point it was like, no, I'm just going to schedule the haircuts. Like that's just what it's going to be. And right. so, you know, just don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to um, work your schedule around the needs of your business, because that's the difference between a hobby and a business right. is that one just does require a lot more um, accountability and a lot more work. And we want to see you take 2023, you know, by the horns. I was going to say something else, but that was going to be a little too aggressive. I'm not going to start <laughs> the year that way. I'm not a potty mouth. So, <laughs> you know, so anyway, we, we are excited to um, help make this year just the best for your business. Um, we have so many fun things planned, so many fun guests planned and um, yeah, we're, we're just, we're, we're ready to rock and roll and be continue to be a constant here on this podcast. Absolutely. And before we close out, Melissa, I would love to do a quick shameless, um, a shameless but loving plug to my brand photography roadmap. It is currently open. The doors are going to be closing soon because we'll be getting started in January. Um, but it is for photographers who are looking to add brand photography to what they currently offer uh, or to make a full pivot. I have a couple of uh, former students who have made complete pivots, leaving wedding photography industry and, and pivoting into the brand photography industry and killing it like no other. Um, but basically it is uh a hybrid model of, of education, if you will, six module course that can be self-paced. You can do it when you have the time to do it, but then it also is married with uh, eight weeks of live coaching, recorded calls always on Zoom. Um, but Melissa and I both have talked about this time and time again, and the, all the education we've done over the years is that a lot of times um, the courses are great, but they live on our computers and don't always get completed. And so having it married with group coaching so that you can create and ask questions and um, brainstorm in real time is really helpful. So that is launching again. If you need any more information, you can DM me on Instagram, or you can go to my website, CoreyFraserPhotography.com. Thanks. Thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to just start this new year. Every Wednesday, we will be back with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. And if you found any of these nuggets helpful, please make sure that you leave us a review, give us a rating. We would love to share those on our next episode. We're out. We're out. The end. Thanks, guys.